This is a this is a shear on the Kutusiches Chelikid Zion on the Rabbi Hananya ben Akasha because we're going to be starting Pirkei Ovis after Pesach and um, before Pirkei Ovis before every Perik we say called Yisrael Shlem Chelik and after the Perik every week we say Rabbi Hananya ben Akasha and Ratzak Kodesh Baruch Zakis is Yisrael and this psicha is yeah it's in Chelikid Zion book number seventeen. The name of the sikha, the, the caption of the sikha is called Pirkei Oves, but it's on the mission that we say after we say the weekly Pirkei Oves. Let us begin. Hanani ben Akashya said, Rotzak, you know, maybe let's, uh, maybe I can start with a little joke. You know that whenever we say Rabbi Hanani ben Akashya, um, you know what, I'll get there to the joke in a second. It says like this. Rabchanani ben Akashim in the Mishnah says, Rabchanani, the son of Akashim, says, Rosa Kodesh Baruchul is Akesrol. Hashem wanted to generate merit, to give an opportunity for merit to the Bnei Israel. That's why he gave them a large number of Teira Mitzvahs. Shanam, as it says, Hashem Chofetz. Hashem desires because of his, Hashem's righteousness, in other words, because of Hashem's kindness. He made the Torah greater and more, uh, more beautified. In other words, he made the Torah bigger. That's the Mishnah. The Maimer of Hanan Akasha, even though in the order of Mishnayis, this actual Mitch is to be found in the end of the Masechta of Makkah, but nonetheless, it's a custom to say it after every perk of Prikeovis. Why? Because Rashi is Mefarish, the reason. Because it has a nice ending. Says Yagdul Teira Yadir that Hashem wanted to bring merit. Hashem, because of his kindness, maybe because of his tzedakah, he made the Teira bigger. So it's a very nice ending. And therefore, the meaning is to say that at the end of each parak, because we don't say Kaddish on a Mishnah, on a, in a, on a clear cut halachic Mishnah, we say Kaddish after we finish Agoda, after we finish some of the more homiletic interpretations of the Teira. So that's what we say a Kaddish after. So that's why, by the way, you will notice that um, Mishnayis uh, that are said, um, for example, people that say Mishnayis every day after davening, if they're a Chiv, if they have to say Kaddish, and the customer is to add some Mishnayis at the end of davening. Also, what's said at the end of that is, Machachin uh, Asuni, maybe familiar, and that's the end of the Mishnah that they're saying, which has Oisius Nisham. And then they say, Rabbi Hanani ben say this Mishnah of Rabbi Hanani ben So people in their mind connected with Kaddish, with Kaddish the Rabbanan. Interesting, there's a joke that somebody once said, you know, um, uh, you know, you don't have to always uh, keep saying Kaddish, Kaddish the Rabbanan, saying Rabbi Hanani ben you know, use it for certain times. So, so some rabbi was saying this halacha, you don't have to overuse it, say more Kadeshim than needed. So one of the congregants heard it and said, oh, that was a Dvar Halacha, Rabbi? He says, yeah, that was a Dvar Halacha. Oh, a Dvar Halacha. We could say a Kaddish. <laughs> and they said a Kaddish. Anyway, a cute little joke. So, but what we're going to explain here, the Rebbe is explaining, why do we say Rabbi Hanan ben Akash at the end of Prakyavis? What kind of, it's not just a reason, not, not, we don't necessarily say Kaddish, by the way, after Prakyavis. You don't see that people say Kaddish after Prakyavis. So why are we adding Rebbe Hanan ben Akasha? The Rebbe doesn't ask in, in these ACS, but then the Rebbe continues like this. Since all in Yenem of Torah have to be exact, 
and many gisols today, especially that we find that some of the expounders of Mishnayis that explain Pirkei Ovis, they put their explanation of this Mishnah together with their explanation of Pirkei Ovis. So we understand that this must be intrinsically connected with Mesech Ovis. It's not just an addition to, um, to finish with a nice ending. And as I said, um, I think I'm thinking that uh, I don't I don't remember ever seeing a minute to say Kaddish afterwards. So it's not related to Kaddish, uh, as it, so it must be connected with the actual Pirkei Ovis. Also, many Yisrael that in every Perik and Pirkei Ovis we say the Mishnah Kali Haba. Now the Mishnah every Jew has a portion of the world to come that we say as an introduction to to Pirkei Ovis every week. It's a Mishnah Mesach the Saned, and there is a common denominator between these two Mishnayas, the one that we say at the beginning, Kol Yisrael, and the one we say at the that in both of them we speak about the specialness of the Yidin. In the Mishnah of Kol Yisrael, it says that every Yid has a portion of the world to come because they are Neitzer Matoi, my Seyodai, they're the, the, my own planting, the, 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 the work of my hands. Hashem says, I myself planted them and made them. And in the Mishnah of Echanani Menakashia, so the Mishnah of Echanani Akasha is is a statement that Hashem made a a, a, a large amount of Torah and mitzvahs because in order to do something nice to the Yidin. Because Hashem wanted to bring merit to the Yidin, that's why He made them a lot of Torah and mitzvahs. So it's again, picks up, picks up the status of the Yidin. So we have to understand. So that's the common denominator between the, the mission we say before, Pirkei Avos, the mission we say afterwards. We have to understand. Pirkei Avos has, what does Pirkei Avos include within it? Obviously, is a compilation of instructions and behavioral patterns of good midas, and to the extent, not just good midas, but even mili the chasidus of things that one is not obli- ob- obliged to do according to the letter of the law. It's called mili the chasidusa. Chasidus means to go beyond the letter of the law. So, just a word on that chasidusa. You know, there's three levels. That somebody is chasshom, not a good person. Then there's somebody who's a tzaddik, and more than tzaddik is chasid because. Tzaddik, not the tzaddik way described in the Tanya, but tzaddik means he does everything right. Every year has to do everything right. Follow the Shulchan Aruch. A chassid is supposed to do more than what's right beyond the letter of the law. Pirkei Avis incorporates within it not just things that are correct, but also it tells us the lifnim within the, within the letter of the law. So if, if this is the content of Pirkei Avis, why is it relevant to speak about the specialty of the, of the Bnei Yisrael before and after? Base. So we'll understand this according to first understanding the content of the Mishnah. The Bartanur explains what does it mean Hashem made a lot of Torah mitzvahs because he wanted to merit, bring merit to the Yid. He says for, it means, for example, like this. For example, the Torah gave us halachas that seem to be unnecessary to be spoken about. For example, not to eat rodents and creepy crawlies in order to. Why did Hashem give us instructions to do things we wouldn't want to do anyway? In order to give us. We want to do it anyway because it's disgusting. In order to give us meritoriousness. So now when we don't do something that we anyway wouldn't have wanted to do, we have a mitzvah we're not doing because Hashem said not to do it. Interesting. I'm, I'm, I live in Thailand. Um, there are, I don't want to gross you out, but um, there in so- certain parts, in certain stores and in certain street, street stores, there's a whole smorgasbord of shkotzim and amosim, of all kibri kolis that are fried and presented, and people do eat them in that part of the world. But th- that seems to be, again, the Bartanura was hundreds of years ago, th- that seems to be an aberration then and today. 
that to eat things like that wasn't uh, wasn't standard. Therefore, people that are uh, you know naturally would would need to overcome a distaste to even eat those things. So we wouldn't do it anyway, but we're doing it. Hashem gave us mitzvahs, right, in order to give us the schus not to do because He said so not to do. The Rebbe says here in the square brackets, we can also say similarly about Torah and learning Torah. Hashem put into Torah certain things which anyways we would have understood in our own intellect. But once we learn them in Torah, that becomes now a great merit. And this provides us with additional schar, additional reward for learning Torah, even the things we would have anyway understood. According to this, though we don't understand. So basically what we're saying is Hashem gave us, He gave us a wide, a wide broad variety of Torah and mitzvahs to the extent he gave us things we wouldn't anyway do. Why did he give us those things? So we should have merit for not doing them because Hashem said not to do them. But now we have to understand. First of all, the Lashen here below the language is, that's why Hashem made a, a large number. This is not a large, this has nothing to do with a large number. This only has to do, Hashem gave some way out things, some things we anyway wouldn't do in order to give us a schus. That's number one. doesn't fit the Lashen. The other thing is, the Lashen, to bring merit to the Bnei Yisrael, it should have said to bring schar, why the Zakis? The Zakis seems to be that it gives them some kind of a uh, of a merit, but it doesn't re- ref- it doesn't directly speak about the end result, which is schar, which is in the Bartanura's words, that's what the, the point is, the reward. Gimel. The Rambam explains this Mishnah in another way. It says, when a person fulfills 613 mitzvahs properly, and he doesn't have any other intention within him, only to do it for the love of Hashem, so he gets the world to come. Says Rabbi Hanania, there's so many mitzvahs. It's really not possible. And sorry. There's so many mitzvahs. It's impossible that a person hasn't done, and so, so varied mitzvahs. It's impossible a person hasn't done one particular mitzvah properly. And that mitzvah will be his entryway into Gan Eden. In other words, uh, some people like uh, you know some people like this kind of mitzvah, some people like that kind of mitzvah. There's such a wide variety of mitzvahs that Hashem gave us, so that every person will at least have connected with one and done it properly. According to this parish, we'll understand lashon here, but that's why Hashem gave a large number of Torah mitzvahs because dafka because there's a large number of Torah mitzvahs, so a person will at least, of course, do one of them properly. So now we can understand the language here, but because Hashem wanted to bring merit to the Eden, but still. First of all, we still have a, a question about Lashon Lezakis. Really, this is to bring them reward. Why is it this Lashon Lezakis to bring merit? Also, the actual Pirish we have to understand. According to this Pirish comes out that when we talk about Hirbalem, Teirah Mitzvahs, it's not that there's some value in the large number of Teirah Mitzvahs in and of itself. The, the wide variety of Teirah Mitzvahs is a, gives the possibility, it enables something secondary, that at least one mitzvah will be done properly. So it's, it's Hashem wanted to bring schus to the Eden. That's why He created a lot of Torah mitzvahs. It's not really about the alot. It's really about at least the one that they'll be done properly. So it's it's lacking some explanation. We have to understand it more deeply. Dalit, we also have to understand it. Hanani Akasha says, Hashem wanted to merit the Jews. The Pesach says Hashem wanted, not for the Jewish merit, but for His own kindness, he did for his own charity, his own kindness, his own correctness, he made a lot of mitzvahs. Rabbi Akasha is quoting a passage that says, it's Hashem's sitkus, and he says, Hashem wanted to be mezake Yisrael. Also, another question, the passage that says, Yagdal Torah the Torah should be 
bigger and beautified. Rabbanan Makasha says that's why Hashem gave him Torah mitzvahs. The Yagul Torah doesn't speak anything about mitzvahs. Three, also we have to understand the Lashon of the Mishnah is different than the Lashon of the Pasuk. Mishnah says Hashem Rotsa, Rotsa Kodesh Baruch Hashem wanted. Pasuk Hashem Chofetz. Okay, even though you could say square brackets here, you could say that the Torah speaks one language and the Chachamim speak another language, they're saying two things are the same. Same thing, two words. Chofetz, Rotsa. However, no. We do find that if the Chachamim, in many places, when the Chachamim are learning from a particular Pasuk, they will use that Lashon as well, even though they wouldn't have normally used that Lashon. For example, Usually they would say a person should learn where his heart desires. The word chafetz is there. You know why? Because the posik it's derived from is Hashem In the Torah of Hashem is his desire. So the word chafetz is used there for will and desire. So when the Chazal said it, they also use that same word as is in the Pasuk and Taylor. For example, also about Hilcha Shabbos, you should rest from doing your things, and the Chazal took that word and darshaned it, your chafetzim, your desires that you do, optional things that you do are forbidden. The things of heaven that are optional, so to speak, that are, that are objects. For example, uh, that's permissible. For example, you're not allowed to talk money on Shabbos, but in the shul, you could, uh, you could give him a shabbat, you could buy an aliyah, you're talking money, because that's chafetzim shamayim. And similarly, other things like that. But anyway, the, the it's just pointing out that the word chafetz there is used also because it's built on a pasik that says chafetz. So here the pasik is Hashem chafetz. So she said, chafetz, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Zakaz Yisrael. The Mishnah says, that's why Hashem made a lot of Torah mitzvahs. This Pasha, the simple translation of Hirba, made a lot, is a lot in number. Right? The Pasik, however, says, Yagdil, Hashem made the Torah greater, Yadir, made it more beautified. In other words, not more in number, but more in quality. So those are the, the, the four questions that I asks on the details of this Mishnah. So the point of Nikuda Sabir, the thread of explanation in all of this is like this. Hey, the large amount of Torah mitzvahs about what the Mishnah speak about is not just the way it sounds simply, as in the Lushan of the Pirsham Shai Sarambam. This, this means that 613 mitzvahs, which is a large number, because actually there's no real basis and reason why there has to be this amount of mitzvahs. And whatever amount there would have been, there would have been a question. Why more? Why not more? Why not less? The, the Mishnah is not here talking about why is there 613. The Mishnah is saying, why is there so many in the same topics of Torah mitzvahs? In other words, you could have grouped them into generalities rather than increasing the number and spreading out many details uh, um, that, that, that span the spectrum of life, you could have banded things together. For example, Al-Derech, in the, in the same expression and in the same way Chazal tells us, that David came and he took the whole Torah and contracted it into 11 basic concepts. So then that would be enough. We speak our language today, zip files. They're all there. So that would have been enough to have 11 mitzvahs. The Psad Yigoyen says that the 10 Ases Adibris can all be incorporated within that the 630 mitzvahs really are all incorporated in the, in the, in the Ten Commandments. And that's what I said. They could have been ten mitzvahs, and that would have included all the details that we live our 630 now. Why did Hashem make so many, so many mitzvahs? Whatever the number is, but it's much more than just the generalities. And even if you're going to say that all 613 things are the mitzvahs. So... <laughs> you 
even if you say, well, there's 613 things that, needed, that need to be done. Yeah, but those 11 or 10 mitzvahs that we were talking about, generalities, they could have each included many details. You would have had all the details, but they would have been subsets. They would have been, they would have been included within the generalities. So the Rambam says, no, if that would be the case, you wouldn't be sure that anybody would be able to do a mitzvah in its entirety properly. In other words, for example, if the mitzvah of Chveis, uh, I'm trying to think, I'm drawing a blank, but if, if, a, if a mitzvah included, if you have 10 mitzvahs, that means just by using 613 and making it into 10, you need 63 details in every mitzvah, right? Uh, six, sorry, 63, six, uh, 61 details in every mitzvah. Um, so imagine if you didn't get it right, you didn't get one of the details right in a mitzvah, so the whole mitzvah was not done properly. Even more than this says that we could say, if a person has transgressed one aspect of the mitzvahs, so the mitzvah wasn't done properly. Even though he did all f- other 60 details in the mitzvah, that other thing wasn't done, so the mitzvah is not proper. So it comes to and says, by giving us, by giving us the, 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 the mitzvahs with a large spectrum, and each detail is its own mitzvah, so a person has a chance to be, at least do one mitzvah properly. I think the, the simple pshat in the Rambam um, before this sicha and maybe even after, maybe even including this sicha, thinking out loud here, is that everybody has particular things that they're drawn to. Everybody has particular mitzvahs that they find excitement in, and they're, they're you know, so uh, uh, at least, at least, you know, they get attracted to that mitzvah. They do it. They have one mitzvah. And here's the Rebbe's, the Rebbe's saying, and they have one mitzvah in, in its totality. Because imagine. There's 61 details, for example, in a mitzvah. The person may not have the same excitement about all the details and he may not fulfill them all. But if it's one, says 613 things, a person's going to do a mitzvah. At least they'll have one mitzvah. Of course, hopefully many more that he's, uh, uh, that, that, that he's going to do and he's going to do properly. Now the Rebbe goes, now deeper in the Pneumius in it. So that's, we've explained now, Rebbe Chanam and Akashem, what does the Mishnah mean? Hashem wanted to bring merit to the Jewish people. That's why he made so many terrible mitzvahs. He gave us not just 10 mitzvahs, he gave us 613 because it gives us an opportunity to be doing a mitzvah properly rather than having generalities, includes many, many myriads, details. Each one is a mitzvah. If you didn't do it, you didn't do the mitzvah, the whole father mitzvah properly. All the kid children became mitzvahs. All the details are mitzvahs as well. Okay, now the opinions. Every mitzvah and inyan and teda is different than the other thing. Right? That's why. And sometimes they're actually opposites. First of all, we have mitzvahs are same. Mitzvahs there's the mitzvah of doing, and then all of a sudden we have, we have mitzvahs don't do. So mitzvahs are not just one tnua, not just one. All mitzvahs are about doing. No, some mitzvahs are about not doing. You know, active and 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 staying away from. Then we have also the different mitzvahs, edos, testimonial mitzvahs like eating matzah because it's pesach reminds us of exodus. Chukim, the statutes we don't understand, like not mixing uh, meat and milk. Who knows why? Mishpatim, the ones that make sense, like not stealing. Then we also have the division of the Tariyag mitzvahs. Each mitzvah has its own flavors, its own, its own, its own content, and its own intention. And similarly, also in Teira. First of all, we have the four ways of learning Teira. Pshat, them is Dushay, the simple understanding, the, 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 the way that the Teira is unpacked in a way of being uh, what it alludes to. Drush, allegory, Said, the uh, secrets of the Teira, Kabbalah. And 
That's four general ways every aspect of the Torah is divided. Then we have, in general, 49, as the language of the Gemara says, there's 49 reasons to say it's good, it's Tomei, 49 reasons to say it's Torah. Then we have the 70 faces of the Torah that Chazal tells us. More than that, Arizal tells us that there's 600,000 Pirushim in every, in every part of Torah, 600,000 ways of understanding. Wow. So there's, there's, this requires explanation. Torah and mitzvahs were given from one God. What's the purpose of Torah and mitzvahs? Right, is to bring in the world Hashem Echad, to, make, to proclaim Hashem's oneness in the world. The simple uh, uh, oneness of Hashem. So we understand. Also in the Aveda Vayid, every mitzvah has to bring out that general theme. To bring and to bring together a oneness in the world, the unity of the one who's doing the mitzvah with Hashem. Hashem is simplistic unity. So also Torah. We're supposed to connect Hashem through understanding Torah to the simplicity of the unity of Hashem. And that's what Torah mitzvahs do. Torah mitzvahs are supposed to take away the concealment of the world. It looks like the world is, is, is a disparate thing, is a fragmented place. We do mitzvahs in the world. And you make the world a, which is a Rishos Arab, and you make it into a singular property for Hashem. For the oneness of Hashem. That's what Terimitz is all about. Bringing out the oneness of Hashem in the world. If that's the case, why is there so much fragmentation seemingly in Terimitz? Why is there 613 and there's 600,000 ways to understand each thing? So the Mishnah is, Mazberot, Zakadish Baruch, Lezakis, Hashem wanted to be Mezake. What does it mean here? Mezakis is from the Lashon Zichuch, to refine the Yidin. The Ratzon of the Ebishter is not just that Yidin should become surrendered and self-nullified to Elikus. No, to godliness. No, they should also be refined. What's the difference between total surrender in a way of bitl or being refined? The concept of bitl is that a person is surrendered and basically dissolved into, assimilated into the higher, into elikos, into godliness. In other words, the metzius, the, the, the actual entity of the person, the individuality of the person, is lost and he becomes one with Elikos. He loses his own his own persona. Ah, even though a person is made up of all kinds of different faculties and different limbs, you have two hundred and forty eight limbs, you have three hundred sixty five gidim, but that 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 that, that uh, um, dividedness doesn't stand up to the total surrender of being self nullified with Farshem. It just makes that his home disease isn't there. So there's no difference between all the different details. What kind of details? No details. I'm just totally one with Hashem. Zichuch means, to refine means that the actual details of the person, his limbs and his gidim, become refined and they become one with Elikus. And there it is relevant to talk about the individuality and the split, the, 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 the separateness of all the individual Eivorim and Gidim. Because we're talking about refining each and every koyach, each and every power, each and every limb. So each one has to be refined and engaged with according to their level. So since Hashem wanted that Bayidin should be the union of zichuch lezakeh, should be a refinement, not just a total surrender and an oblivion, but a refinement within their actual persona, within every detail of their, every facet of their existence. That's why Hashem made a ribu, he made a large number of tera mitzvahs. Why is there such a, a large number and such divided and disparate things in Torah? 
because every mitzvah has its particular nuance that it can create a refinement in a particular individual limb and gid of a person. And similarly, commensurate with that, with to um, with every part of the world that relates to that part within him. And similarly in Torah, the Torah. So we have mitzvahs and Torah. The various aspects of Torah create a refinement in the various hues and aspects of this person's seichel. Um, yeah, so in Hora 40, the Rebbe says, look in Hilchus Tamateira, and also the Chachmei Emes said, Chachmei Kabbalah said, that every nefesh needs for its rectification to study all the levels of the Teira. Pardis, Pshat, Remesh, Dusen, Seid. Anybody didn't understand everything the first time is going to have to come back a few times in order to get every single part of Teira. That's why it's so important to learn Chesidus, right? because you have to, uh, the Neshama has to learn every part of Teira. The previous generation didn't have such access to Chesidus. We have to understand Ches. However, we have to understand since the Ebishta is simple, total unity, so Teremitsa should also have been in the same fashion. It shouldn't have been a bunch of different styles and, and levels of Teremitsa, in other words, different flavors. And... It should just be one. No. So what's the reason that he made them a lot of teremitzvahs? He, he changed, so to speak. He descended from his pristine oneness in order to bring refinement to B'nai Yisrael. So that means, it seems like it's a yerida, it's a descent from the oneness of Hashem. So that's why Hananiah brings the posuk. Hashem Hashem did it for his correctness, for his tzitkos, made the terror bigger. In other words, the creation of the greatness in Teda is because Hashem wanted it. Not just as Akis saw, but Hashem wanted it. What does that mean? Test. It's known that the Indian of Nisavak is Baruch Hashem desired to have a Dirab a dwelling place in the lower worlds. And, and in the Pnimius, that means he wanted to have a dwelling place in the Bnei Yisrael as they are in the lower worlds. So, what does it mean a Dira? I mean, it's a, a true dwelling place. Is when the thing becomes truly inculcated and truly refines. And engages with the in every detail of it within the person. In other words, not just a general surrender, as we said, but that every detail of the person becomes a place where Hashem's oneness can be expressed. However, the intention of that dwelling place for Hashem, the way it is in Hashem's concept, you can't have more than it can only be oneness in a state of of achtos in Hashem's the way it originates in Hashem's. Kavon in Hashem's intention, so to speak. Can't have anything else that's outside of him, so to speak. Only when you come to Seder Shtalshlus, when Hashem descends and, so to speak, um, uh, creates space for having the chain of descent of, which is called Seder Shtalshlus, the chain of, of revelation of Hashem, when there's symptom, there's contraction, and Hashem wanted to create the world with ten utterances, and each of the ten utterances has many words and letters. Even though he could have created it all with one utterance, right? And instead, though, he didn't want to just do one general. He wanted to do individual, ten utterances, and each utterance is, each of the Mahmoris has many details. So Hashem creates a, a, a space and a, and, a, and, and, and a place to even make a mistake 
that there's other forces in the world. Hashem says to the angels, Let Nasa Adam, let's make man. Plural. Sounds like Hashem's not making it himself. Hashem says, Whoever wants to make a mistake can make a mistake. There's things embedded in the world that are even so distant from Hashem. They allow even mistakes. Hashem wants that there they should be felt the oneness of Hashem. In the details. Yud. And that's the difference between the Lashon of Chazal and the Lashon of the Pasuk. Remember we said in the Torah it says, Hashem chofitz ma'atzit yad of yad. And in Chazal, So Torah Shavik Sav is the way I'm written. In Torah Shavik Sav, you see the way it is in its source. In its in the pnimius of Kavon, in the innermost aspect of the intention. And in its source, so the Kavon of Hashem is Ma'atzit Koi for His Zidkus. Hashem wants to create a dira, so he's thinking he needs to do it in a way that there should be many details. When it comes, however, down into Teresh Peh, which is already the way Hashem is expressed, not the way it's written as in the source, but the way it's actually said. So therefore, there, you see that Hashem wanted to bring refinement to Yisrael. In other words, as if it's a separate thing. And therefore, at the level where it descends into explanation, the Bnei Yisrael are already something of an entity. Hashem wants to bring refinement to Yisrael. That's why He brings all these myriad details. And that's why the Lashon Ratzah or Chafetz. Ratzah means a certain a movement, a, 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 an expression. Tinoas Ratzah means to run towards. That's what Ratzah is. The way He runs towards the thing that He wants. That's why it says, Lezakeh says Yisrael. Ratzah is Baruchul. Hashem wanted to do for the uh, uh, refinement for the Eden. But chafetz means the inner. What does chafetz mean? Chafetz means the, 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 the pleasure within the wish. That's why it says, Hashem chafetz l'ma'at tzidkei. Ratzah, when you say he wants, the word ratzah always means run towards. Speaking about, there's another thing, it's going towards. So there's already, we're talking tzimtzum, and there's b'nei Yisrael, we're talking about the separate entity called Yisrael that Hashem wants to refine. Hashem, so to speak, Ratzah uses a language for wanting that denotes that there's something else that you go, you run towards, you have a desire towards. Chafetz speaks about the, when somebody has a Chafetz, has a deep desire, that's already speaking here about what's fueling that wish. What's the, what's the, 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 the what's the perceived um, tainug, pleasure that's at the heart and at the soul of why he wants Yisrael. When we're talking about the where it where 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 uh, where it comes out from in the chayfets, that's that's still in its source. Hashem chafetz matzitkei. When we're talking about matzitkei, what Hashem wants to do in His intention, that's still before there's a Yisrael. So there, the word chafetz, which talks about the inside of Rotzen, is is the one that's used. And similarly, by a adam, by a person down below here, when his Rotzen. When we say Ratzin, Ratzin means that he's running towards, he has a desire towards something. Chafetz means the way he is, uh, in, has pleasure, is the way he has pleasure, which is the inside track of having a desire, of having a wish towards something. And that's why, that perhaps wasn't so clear here, and that's why we have the difference that some people get attracted towards a particular thing, because they have different attachment to the things that they get attracted to. Tainug, when you talk about a person's pleasure, 
It's no difference about what brought in the pleasure. Pleasure is a state of being of the person himself. So, Lotzain, not sure I understood that myself so well. So. Now we continue, Yudalov. So, in Torah Mitzvahs, there's two levels. There's the way the Torah is above. As it sounds higher than uh, numbers, it sounds uh, higher than division, higher than ribui, than, than, than uh, large numbers. And there's, that's the Torah, the way it is, one of Hashem. Then the way is the Torah comes into Ishtashos. And that creates that there should be a large number and divisions. And this also, in general, is different between Torah and Mitzvahs. Torah, compared to Mitzvahs, is unified. As you know, the Torah is comparable to blood. Blood is everywhere in the body. Same thing, same blood is pumped everywhere in the body. Mitzvahs are different. Mitzvah every, is like the limbs. Every limb is different. So Torah is still a more unified thing. Every aspect of Torah is the same holiness. Mitzvahs, there's many different divisions within Mitzvahs. But in general speaking, there's the way the Torah are in Hashem, their oneness, the way they come down into the world. But Tafka, through the way the Torah comes down into the world in order to refine the Eden, which comes because of Hashem's plan, because of Hashem's desire to have a dwelling place here. So we have an actual upgrade in Torah itself. It becomes greater than the Torah was in its source. As he says in, in the Sefer Habar, the David used to connect the Torah above with Akadish Baruch Hu. In other words, the Torah above still can use elevation. By us learning Torah down below here, we move, we connect Ein Sof into Torah. And that's why there's a lot different language here in, in the, the, Torah, the Chazal use different languages in the Pasuk. In Torah Shabbat that's the way the Torah is in its general form above, higher than any division. And that's why the mitzvahs are same mitzvahs are mentioned in the Torah, but they're not really explained. Torah Shabbat explains all the details of the mitzvahs. Therefore, in Torah Shabbat we have the kavana that Hashem wanted, Hashem wants for His Sidkai in his plan to have Yagul Tervi Yadir, but in Tereshabal Peh, it comes out into the details. I skipped over the, the, the square bracket. In Tereshabal Peh, it comes out in a revealed way. Hashem made many Torah and Mitzvahs. They were already spelling out, fleshing out the details of it. Go back to the square brackets. Was in, in, when we talk in, 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 in Pratim, we talk about Hashem, Chafiz, Ma'atzidki, Yagun, It's not just Torah. It's Torah and Mitzvahs. Because the Mitzvahs, the way they are in Torah. And that's why there's two languages, Yagdil and Yadil. Yagdil, to make greater, is the mile of the advantage of Torah that we say Talmud Godel. The word Godel is used about Talmud. Learning is greater than deed because learning brings to deed. Yadil is beautifying. That's talking about the advantage of the Torah in its essence, the way it's higher than Mitzvahs. That's the end of Melucha, Shabbat Torah, Bimelachim, Yimleichel. It says that with me, with Torah, kings become crowned. That's the higher level of Torah. So Yagdil is about the mitzvahs, the Torah, the way it incorporates mitzvahs. Yadir, beautifying, is about the essence of Torah. You'd base. According to this, we'll understand what it says. Yagdil, Torah, Yadir, in Elashen Asad. Hashem will make the Torah bigger and more beautified, future tense. And not Higdil Torah Vahadir that Hashem wanted for his tzitkos, and he made the Torah past tense bigger. No, it says Yagdil is making the Torah future because the Hagdola, this, this uh, uh, build up 
and beautifying of the Torah of Iksav in its Sherish above comes through through the great amount, through a large amount of Torah Mitzvahs, the way it comes down below, below later on and becomes revealed through Teshub This is something that's not at the stage of the conceptualness of Torah the way it is in Hashem's source. This becomes, Yagdul Torah has to go down through the process of being brought down into the world and then in the future, Yagdul Torah V'yadir, Hashem hasn't done that yet, past tense, in the source. This becomes extrapolated into details, and that's when the Torah becomes greater and more beautiful. After Eiraisa, after Torah, so you have, everything is hinted in the Torah, you have from that Torah Shabbat and its study brings to Misa, and therefore it's bringing to the greatness of the Torah and the beauty of the Torah. And that also fits with the simple explanation of Yagdal Torah to make the Torah bigger and more beautified, which is, the simple meaning is, it's going to happen in the future, when Mashiach comes. Because the true, so we're saying here, it already happens by Hashem giving the Torah down here on earth, and we're learning it, and we're extrapolating it, and it's relating to each of us, our keiches and nefesh individually. But really it means that Hashem chafiz in the future Hashem will make the Torah bigger. We're talking about Mashiach coming. Because the truth is, that the true revelation is when the, of, of Lezakah's soul, the refinement of his soul, that comes about through having a, a large number of Torah mitzvahs, the true realization of that is when Mashiach comes. You'd give the Kodi this, we could also understand the connection of Rabbi Chanan and Akasha to Pirkei Ovis. Because Pirkei Ovis we learn as an introduction to preparation for getting the Torah on Shavuos. Martinura says, in the beginning of Ovis, because this Mesechta is not hinged, is not based on any particular mitzvah, the mitzvah Torah, like the other Mesechtas, Mesechta Rosh Hashanah, is about Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, it's about Yom it's about Yom Kippur, and so on. But these mitzvahs is all about musarim, it's all about good um, ethics. And good midah is good um, character traits. And the wise people of the nations of the world also have books of etiquette and good character traits and good midahs. But they thought about it on their own. They came to it just from you know proper ethical behavior. How a person should be with his friend, what's morality. Therefore, the Tana started saying that we got Torah from Sinai. That also these ethical and good behavioral patterns, they're not just things we thought about. The Chachmei Amishah didn't just come up with them. Oh, this is good good behavior, Good, be a good neighbor. No, this is from Sinai. Hashem commanded us in all these details. So you could have a Shaila. Since there's so many other details of ethical behavior in the Sfarim of wise people of the world, so why does Hashem have to give it by Sinai and Torah? We could have picked it up elsewhere. It's ethical, good, good, good neighborly thinking. So that is explained by the fact that Hashem says, Hashem wanted to bring refinement to the Eden. That's why he made Torah mitzvahs. In other words, Torah mitzvahs is in order to refine all the keiches and midas and character traits of a person. And therefore, also these ethical and good character behaviors were set as Sinai because that's part and process of Torah. The kavon is not just to tell a person, how he should, uh, um, how a person should actually act with his friend, but to create also refinement in his actual midos, in his actual character. And that comes about when Hashem creates a large amount of Tehra which speaks to each and every aspect of the person. Then the person has the koyach to refine himself, that they should become a keli, Hashem gives him the koyach to engage with each and every aspect of his own ethical and personal behavior, and that, when it's given by Hashem, makes him a keli, makes him a vessel to be able to have revelation of Hashem, refines each aspect of him. 
you're done. In order to explain a little bit more that the concept of Teda is to affect the refinement of the Midas and the Kechs of a person, Mele, if we're talking about the Kechs and the so we would understand. The Shama is higher than the Shesh of Teda. As I'll say, that the Machshava of Yisrael comes before everything, even before Teda. Here we're talking about a Maisu or Ika, we're talking about action, about refining the actual character traits of the nature of the animal soul. We're talking about living a refined life simply in, in physical in your physical body. The Cheda, that's just the same as the body of an Anju. So how could that fit into the purpose of the Teda, the highest purpose of the Teda, which is to refine the Keiches of a Yid? How could that fit in if we're talking about refining the animal soul, the body? That's why the Mishnah first says, Every Jew is a different entity. Every Jew has a portion of the world to come. It doesn't mean here, Garden of Eden after after life. It means the the world of coming back to life after Mashiach comes. The Sham is in bodies. That's what we say every Yid has this aspect. is going to come to Elam Haba because in every Yid's goof is created personally by Hashem. As we know, that when we say Bechira that Hashem chose the Jewish people, real Bechira emanates from Atzmos, from the essence of Hashem. That has to do with the goof of the body of a Yid. And that's why, it's no question, how the whole Kol Yisrael is an introduction which tells us that the Mishnah we're going to say at the end, Hashem wanted Lezakis to refine Yidin, even the physical aspects of them, their physical character traits, makes sense because that also is dear to Hashem. And Dafka through them becomes Nimshach in Torah, the Chafetz Hashem, Chafetz Hashem, Hashem's desire, which Atzmus has, and then becomes Yagdul Torah, the Yadah Torah becomes greater and more beautiful. May Mashiach come and we see the full realization of all this. Amen.